0: I'm not good enough and because I don't feel confident, that's proof that I'm not good enough and therefore me, who I am, my core identity is not enough of a foundation from which to build confidence and I need to go find something else outside of myself. I need to change who I am. I need to change how I speak. I need to change how I show up, how I dress or whatever it might be in order to become quote unquote confident. And that entire model is flawed. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that empowers professional women to rise. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and in this show, I take you undercover into the stories and lessons that I learned, sometimes the hard way, throughout my career. I also talk with working women, leaders, and coaches to show you that no matter what your struggle is, and no matter what your career goals are, you already have all the talent that you need to succeed. Hello, hello. It's me, just me, in today's episode. It's a solo episode all about self-confidence and Hopefully I can share with you some of the things that I wish that I had figured out a little bit sooner when it came to this gargantuan, complex task of how do I just feel good about myself in a workplace? How do I say what I want to say without being afraid that it's not going to be good enough? And how do I show up here and just be me as opposed to being possessed and taken over by thoughts and fears and worries about who I am, and why I might not belong, and why I might not be good enough, and what could potentially go wrong, and what I could cause to go wrong. It can be so hard to break out of those, and it can also just be so hard to show up and exist in the way that we want to. And I think that if you struggle with self-confidence, I think that there's a part of you that knows that you have more inside of you. If you're seeking to solve this problem and you're trying to move through this path of how can I build my confidence, there's got to be at least some glimmer in there in your heart or in your mind that believes that there is a greater potential that you can achieve because otherwise you would probably just drop the issue. And I think so many of us have this sense that we might not be fulfilling our full potential. We could feel better and we could do better if we could just let go. And that's something that I really want to help you get to. I want to help you learn to let go of some of the fears and some of these preconceived notions about how you think you need to show up or how you think you should be so that you can be happier in your career and in your job and so that you can show up in a way that feels good for you and also feels true to who you are. And the topic of confidence, especially when it comes to women in a workplace, it honestly fascinates me. It fascinates me so much. And part of the reason that I'm so fascinated with it is, first, it's something that has been really relevant to me. Over my career, building confidence has been both a huge goal of mine and a huge struggle. And it's something that I think can be a unique experience for women. But even more fascinating to me about this idea of what it means as a woman to build confidence in a professional setting is that throughout my career, I actually received a lot of external support in terms of building my confidence and finding my voice professionally. So I was lucky enough and privileged enough to be able to do things like professional development workshops and to be in these settings and These environments where, as a woman, I was given advice in terms of how to evolve and grow and feel confident at work. And my experience was a really interesting one. A lot of the times when I was getting advice around confidence, it didn't resonate with me, it didn't feel right, it it wouldn't go in and feel good. And a lot of the times, even interestingly enough, I would get this advice and I would kind of feel. Bad after. And I think this can happen very often when we're seeking out empowerment and we're looking for ways to feel good and we find advice. We hear something that sounds good, but it doesn't seem to work for us. And then we think that something is wrong with us or that we're broken. And I spent quite a lot of time reflecting on myself and my experience and this topic of confidence and what it means to be a woman. And I know for me, the reason that the advice was difficult for me and the reason why I was unable to really figure it out until I turned off all the noise and just went inwards and tried to get the answers from myself and what I knew and believed to be true about the world is two things. I think one is that a lot of the advice out there doesn't always address the root cause of why we don't feel confident. So it talks a lot about how to be confident and what that could look like. And so it might look like being more vocal at work. It might look like having a greater presence at work. It might look like raising our hands for challenging assignments. It could look like asking for more money in a salary negotiation or being proactive about going after a promotion. Being confident at work can look so many different ways. But a lot of the advice that I received felt more like an instruction manual, a step-by-step of how to do those things. But it really didn't address why I was feeling the way that I was feeling and why those feelings were making it very hard for me to do those things. So you can know how to negotiate salary and you can know exactly what to say in a meeting and you can know how to have maybe a difficult conversation with someone but that's not the same as actually doing it. Actually doing it requires you to build courage, and it requires you to get over difficult feelings, feelings that can be painful, feelings like fear that you're not good enough, feelings like fear that you'll do something wrong and something bad will happen. These are really difficult, uncomfortable, unpleasant feelings, and I realize that So much of the advice that I was consuming wasn't addressing the feelings. It was just talking about how to do the action. And where I was really struggling was with the feelings. I first needed to feel okay before I could do any of these things. And the second thing that made it difficult for me to figure out how I could apply these instruction manuals and how I could use all of the plethora of advice that was out there to build my confidence is that. It wasn't very personalized. It was kind of an ABC approach that you could follow to feel empowered in the workplace. And it didn't really seem to take into account the fact that we're all so different and we all arrive at confidence and we arrive at that destination of feeling good about ourselves. We arrive there in completely different ways because we're all so unique. And so I found myself craving an answer. To this question of not only what are the steps I need to do to be confident, but how do I address these difficult feelings that are underlying everything that are going to make it hard for me to take any advice that I get, no matter how good and how well intentioned the advice is? If I haven't dealt with my own inner pain and fear and suffering, it's going to be really hard for me to follow that advice and take those scary steps. So what I wanted to know is how can I feel better? How can I feel good inside so that when the time comes to speak up or do the scary thing or to display my quote unquote confidence, I'm actually able to do it because knowing what to do is not the same as knowing how to do it. And so sometimes I think we skip the conversation around courage and what it means to be brave and what it means to do scary things. And for me, that made things very challenging because I needed a lot of help in that area. And to make things even more complicated, a lot of the times the actions and the ways of speaking and being in a professional setting that were labeled as confident, things like speaking loudly and with lots of force and just having a really big presence, those didn't feel like me. It didn't feel authentic to me. And so I spent a lot of time thinking that confidence was just about doing these steps. So doing things like speaking up and doing things like being part of a conversation and doing them a certain way doing them maybe with a lot of force, doing them loudly, doing them with a really big presence in the room. And so confidence for me became this construct outside of myself that was all about doing certain things in a certain way. And there was nothing in that formula that really looked at or addressed how one feels while they're doing those things. And I would try to follow these instructions and try to speak up and try to be bold and kind of try to do all the things that you're quote unquote supposed to do to be confident in a professional environment. And it didn't feel very good. And I didn't feel like I was doing a very good job at it. I felt like I was trying and failing. And I realized I realized that the reason that I was feeling that way and the reason that it was not going smoothly and that none of it seemed to be working was because I was building confidence from the outside in. I was taking this idea, this abstract construct of what it means to be a confident professional woman, And I was trying to become it. I was trying to mimic certain behaviors and speak in certain ways and dress certain ways to try to get closer to the attainment of this ideal of what it meant to look and be confident at work. And I did this for a while, trying to amplify my voice, trying to have a greater presence. And in some ways it worked. Over time, it did get easier for me to be part of the conversation. It did get easier for me to be present and be sharing what was on my mind and just have more of a voice at the table. But it didn't feel right. Even as it got easier, it was still feeling like an uphill battle. And I had to kind of throw away all of the instruction manuals and just kind of forget about a lot of the feedback that I had received over the course of my career and a lot of just the general advice that is out there for women that just wasn't feeling good for me, I had to kind of throw that away for a minute and ask myself why I wasn't feeling aligned with all of this and why this was feeling so hard and feeling like such a mismatch to me. And as I looked at those questions and started to Just get quiet and not look outside of myself for all of the answers, just look inside of myself. I realized that this stuff wasn't working for me because even though I was doing these things and acting the way I thought that I was supposed to act, I wasn't getting any closer to who I was. I was building a fake construct around myself of who I thought I had to be, how I thought I had to behave. I was doing these things that I thought I had to do. And I was hiding. I was hiding myself and putting layers around my true self in an attempt to meet this image and meet this standard that seemed like the road to success and the road to confidence. And I wasn't feeling good because in doing that and chasing after something external and trying to mold myself into something else, I was moving away from my own integrity. And away from who I am as a person. And so I believe that when we talk about confidence, we have to be very, very careful in terms of how we talk about it. It's not about speaking a certain way, it's not about acting a certain way, it's not even about getting a particular result. None of that stuff is important if the base that you're building the confidence from isn't fully true to who you are as a person. And I think a trap that is so easy for people to fall into, particularly professional women, is to think that the way to get closer to confidence is to hide and cover up and change ourselves. So we think that because we don't feel confident, something must be wrong with us. So the solution must be to change us and to be different because our true selves were flawed, right? If we weren't flawed, we wouldn't be struggling so much. So we're like, okay, I need to be not me. And I'm going to do all of these things that I think are the way that you become confident. And we do them. And it doesn't feel good because it's not in alignment with who we are. And also it was seeded from a belief that we're bad and that in order to become confident, we need to cover up so we can become quote unquote good, right? So we're starting from this very broken and very painful foundation, which says that I'm not good enough. And because I don't feel confident, that's proof that I'm not good enough. And therefore, me, who I am, my core identity is not enough of a foundation from which to build confidence. And I need to go find something else outside of myself. I need to change who I am. I need to change how I speak. I need to change how I show up, how I dress, or whatever it might be, in order to become quote-unquote confident. And that entire model is flawed. And that's, I think, why I struggled so much with getting all of this advice on how to speak and how to act, and how to project confidence outwardly, because that wasn't the problem for me. The problem for me was I needed to first learn to be okay with who I was, because if I wasn't okay with who I was, then it didn't matter how I talked, and it didn't matter how much I did all those things. And in fact, doing all those things didn't feel good. It didn't feel the way that I thought it was supposed to be. And so, of course, I thought I was even more broken. Because I'm trying to improve my confidence and do these things and I'm feeling worse. But it's really just that it wasn't addressing my core challenge or my core problem, which is just being okay with who I am and identifying what the feeling of confidence feels like for me and then building upon that to figure out how I like to show up and what feels good for me. And so if you're struggling with confidence and you're wanting to be more confident, in my school of thought and how I see the world and what I think is the most powerful direction for us as women to move in is to reject everything we've been told and come into ourselves and find things within ourselves that are in alignment with the way that we want to show up in the world around us. And instead of looking for instruction manuals outside of ourselves, looking within ourselves and figuring out who we are and how we want to show up in the world. And that can be a tricky thing and that can sound kind of abstract. So you might be thinking, okay, well, that sounds nice and it sounds like it makes sense to me, but how the heck do I do it? How do I go inward and figure out who I am and then bring that out powerfully as opposed to trying to be something that I'm not and trying to, to build confidence in ways that don't feel good for me? And one way that you might be able to do that is to think about your values and what is truly important to you and what you care about most, both at work and in life, because there's probably some overlap there and use that to anchor on your confidence. And I'll give you a really concrete example that was enormously helpful for me and completely just helped me shift the way that I went about building confidence and that I went about making myself feel better in a professional setting and getting to a point where I can be so much closer to showing up fully as I am and just being true to my uniqueness. And For me, I had to spend some time really thinking about what mattered to me and what was most important to me as a human being in my job. And I spent some time thinking about it and reflecting on it. And I realized that some of the things that I care about most were being a force of positivity and being a force and a change for positive and good Even when things aren't going well, I realized that that was a core value of mine and it was deeply connected to another core value of mine, which is respect and respect for all of the people around me. And as soon as I identified those and when you identify your values, this will happen with you, too you're going to have a feeling of just like, it's going to feel so right. And when you get to that thing that you truly care about, that you're like, yes, this is so important to me, you will literally feel it in your body. You will feel the emotions around it and you will feel your connection with it physically because it's something that you care about so deeply. And for me, that was really respecting the people around me and being a force for positive. Those just felt so aligned and close to who I am and my true nature and the person that I am. And there was nothing about those things that I had to question or doubt. It was just so crystal clear. And I would encourage you to do the same thing. I would encourage you to ask yourself, What do I really care about beyond the outputs at work and the results? Like, what are those one or two things that are most important to me that when I do my work in that way and when I incorporate those things into my job and into my career, I feel so in integrity with myself? What are those things for you? Because once you know those things, those are who you are those values are a part of you. And so when I say that we need to build confidence by building it based on us and finding out who we are and bringing that out into the world, those values are the piece of us that we can then build confidence out of and bring out into the world. And I realized that my values of respecting people and bringing positivity into situations, whether they're already positive or not, I realized that I felt most authentic and most natural and most at ease when I was doing those things. And there are probably things for you that make you feel very authentic and natural and at ease. And they can be anything, right? They can be solving a difficult problem. They can be leading people through a challenge. There's an infinite list of things, but it's a way of existing. It's a way of being. It's a behavior. It's a value that when you're embodying it, you feel so good and you just feel like the best possible version of yourself in the most true, authentic, and fulfilling way. And once you figure out what those are, you can build confidence by anchoring on that. Because unlike trying to, like, fulfill this bold, confident image of what you think a professional woman looks like, which feels hollow and empty and potentially not true to you, you're building it off of something that makes you feel amazing. And so when you identify what those values are and what those things are that make you feel so aligned and filled up and good, then what you can do is find ways to bring those values and reflect those qualities into situations where you really struggle to be confident. Because no matter how much you're questioning yourself in a situation when you're not feeling confident and no matter... How much you're just being hard on yourself and asking, do I belong here? Am I good enough? And having all of this uncertainty about your value in contrast with that uncertainty that you have of whether you're good enough, you can always have certainty around your values. You can always come back to them because by definition... There are things that mean a lot to you in any situation that are important to you in any situation. So there's full clarity around them and they're always there for you to come back to. So when you're in a challenging situation and your confidence is being challenged and your self-worth is feeling really shaky, you can come back to your values and lean on them because you know that when you embody them, it makes you feel really, really good. So what could that look like? Well, if you identify with my values and if being a force for positive movement makes you just feel so good inside and you're like, yeah, like when things are going bad and, and I'm able through my energy and my encouragement to turn around the mood of the group or the team, when I'm able to do that, I feel so good and bringing genuine, authentic positivity makes me feel really good inside or whatever your thing is, right? Right when you're going into a situation that you know is going to make you feel small or make you feel shaken up, you can ask yourself, how can I bring this in? Where can I infuse positivity into this situation? And it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It doesn't have to be huge by any means. And in fact, I would encourage you to start really small and I would encourage you to find little tiny baby ways that you can bring it into your professional environment. And so for me, what that could look like is, well, if positivity and respect for people makes me feel really good, then maybe when I feel really afraid to, like, have a hallway chat with someone or I'm feeling really awkward and I have to just like ask this person how their weekend was like I know that I always feel good when I'm positive. So instead of me getting so wrapped up in like how uncomfortable I am having this workplace social interaction and instead of me focusing on how anxious I am about it and how I don't want to do it, I'm going to draw my attention to something that I know is true which is that I love making people feel happy and good. And so instead of going up to this person and being all stuck in my head, I'm going to go up to them and focus on the fact that I really care about what they have to say. And I want to talk to them in a way that makes them feel seen and in a way that feels very positive. I want to bring a good, positive energy to that interaction with that person that makes both of us feel good and helps us connect to each other. And because that's so authentic to me, it's easier for me to slip into that versus, you know, in contrast with like going up to someone and feeling like, oh, well, I have to say something really witty and perfect because, quote unquote, confident people say witty and perfect things. Now, maybe saying a witty and perfect thing would make you feel good and confident, But when that's not your truest value and when that's not the deepest core essence of who you are and what you care about, it can be harder to do that, right? So that's why if you try to force yourself to be like witty or funny or whatever, it could put more pressure on you if that's not really at the center of who you are. And so when you figure out what your values are and when you really connect deeply with your identity and understand what you care about most and what's important to you, it's Easy for you to bring it out. And that's why this is so powerful because unlike this uphill battle of building confidence and it feels awful and scary and hard, leaning on your values and the things that you care about most is easy. And that is an incredible thing because we want to be using the things that are easy to help you get through the things that are hard. And so what I want you to do is spend some time reflecting and thinking, really about what you care about and what is most important to you on a human level. And just brainstorm. Brainstorm all of the different things that are important to you. Brainstorm all of the different things that make you feel good. And start to really get quiet and spend some time with yourself trying to figure out, what is my thing? What is the thing that just makes me feel like me and how can I build from that? How can I build a base of confidence from that? And you start small like the example I gave, which is how can I bring a good energy and positivity into this conversation? And you can then move to bigger and scarier things, right? So for me, it might look like starting with positivity and these little micro interactions and then Maybe I'm leading a meeting and I'm feeling really scared and it's like, Oh, like the old me would feel like I have to like be like so powerful and like, welcome to the meeting, everyone. But like, really, that's not me. And really what I care about is that everybody feels really good and excited and motivated about what we're all working on together. And so I'm just going to make sure to open with some genuine positivity and that will help get the ball rolling. And then I won't feel as afraid. Right. And. This is why it's so important in the conversation about confidence to honor our differences, and everyone needs to understand this, that confidence doesn't have to look the same for everyone, right? So it doesn't have to be loud, bold, and powerful, although that's wonderful if that feels authentic for you. But if confidence feels quiet for you or for me, if confidence feels like positivity and my greatest power and boldness stems from a place of being and feeling very positive, then that's what confidence is going to be for me. It's so pointless to try to do something that doesn't work. And it's such a waste of our energy to try and build something that is unnatural to us. Because the truth is... If you are someone that wants to dream big for your career, and that can mean whatever it means to you, right? It can mean you want a really big role and title one day, or it could just mean that you really care about the impact that you want to have. You're going to be able to have the greatest possible impact simply by being who you are. And you will never be able to get to the level of accomplishment and peak performance and achievement. By being something that you aren't, your greatest potential comes from being authentic to you and finding the things that are already inside of you and growing them and amplifying them. So coming back to your core of your values and who you are and your authentic self, That is where you want to start from when it comes to building confidence. And so it shouldn't feel icky. It should never feel icky. It should only feel good, right? We don't want to go down a path of building confidence in a way that feels icky because icky confidence building is not sustainable in the long run and there will come a point where it will stop working. And that's kind of where I hit a wall and just realized, like, I don't want to be so exhausted at work trying to show up as quote unquote confident and just trying to be in this way. I just want to be who I am and I want to feel good because when I feel good, I feel good and also I do much better work, right? And so that's what I mean about getting to that peak potential. And that's what I want for you. And that's what I want you to do when you think about building confidence. And the first step is forgetting everything you've been taught, right? Forget all of the noise and the advice and the things that are coming in and just get quiet for a second and really think about where your authentic strengths and values are. And I know this can feel a little bit abstract and It's not always that easy to go inwards and find answers. But the thing with stuff like this is when you hit on the right answer, you will know. You will feel so strongly like, yes, this is me. This is my value. This is my strength. This is something that I can bring to the table and it feels good. You will know that it's you. And that is the thing that is going to get you through the difficult situations. It has worked enormously well for me. It has been transformative because I don't have to invest all of this energy, right? It's very tiring to go down a path of acting a way that isn't authentic to you, but it's energizing to figure out who you are and what's important to you and how you can bring that out into the world. And it doesn't need to be a huge thing. You just need to start by finding something that is really important to you, finding a value that is really important to you and finding ways to bring that in in little ways so that you can begin to feel like more and more of yourself in a professional environment and so that over time you can show up as who you are. It's not about Fake confidence and it's not about just artificially forcing something. It's about getting to an end state where you're feeling really good at the same time. This should be a win-win type of feeling where you feel better and you do better. And it can be hard to believe that's possible, right? When, when we're struggling with confidence and someone says one day everything's going to be magical and you're going to feel good. You might be like, huh, no way. But I invite you to open your mind a little bit because It's much more enjoyable to live in a reality that tells you that there's this end state that's going to feel really good for you. And you don't know what the future holds, right? There's no way for you to definitively know that this can't work for you. So you might as well open yourself up to the possibility that there is a way to be and a way to exist that's going to feel really good and help you expand your vision of what is possible for yourself and help you achieve some of your professional goals. And so I invite you to figure out what some of your values are and find ways to lean on your values in moments where being confident and feeling good and strong and stable can be tough. And in the show notes for this episode, I'm going to list some ideas of what your values might be. And you can use that as a starting point, but I encourage you to just continue to brainstorm and you'll know. You'll know when you find it because you'll feel it. Like When I, earlier in this episode, talked about my values and explained positivity and respect, I feel emotions rise up. My voice changes. I can physically feel it in my body. And when you hit on something that is that for you, you will know. And we're all different. And so it's up to you to kind of calibrate your own compass, figure out what it is, and then go into detective mode and figure out, okay, how do I bring this into my job? Like, How do I take this very abstract thing and use it to build confidence? You've got to play around with it. Only you can do it because we're all so unique, but it's worth it. I promise you it can really, really help you. And over time, as you do it more and more, it'll help you bring out your superpowers and it'll help you show up with such strength and also integrity. That was the thing that was missing for me in the very beginning was I was out of my integrity. I wasn't in alignment with who I am. And I wish that I had figured that out sooner. So I'm hoping that this can help you figure it out sooner so that you can feel good and advance and hopefully enjoy your career and become more excited and ambitious about what it is you want to achieve. And that brings this solo episode to a close. I want to thank you so much for listening and From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank the people listening. I mean, I want to thank everyone listening, but for those of you who have reached out to me and for those of you who have left really kind reviews for the show, every time I hear from someone or see that, my heart just expands and it makes me feel so good to know that I'm able to help you because I talked a lot about values in this episode and One of my core values that I didn't mention is helping women and helping get to an environment that is better for all of us and more conducive to all of our professional growth. And so when I know that I'm doing that, it gives me those good, happy, fuzzy feelings that I was talking about in the episode, those good, happy, fuzzy feelings that I leverage to grow my self-confidence. So thank you so much for that. And of course, if you have any questions that you would want answered on the show, please reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is at the art of speaking up. And you can ask whatever you want to ask. It can be a specific situation that's difficult for you. It could also just be things that you're curious about, questions that you would love to hear me ask guests. It helps me ensure that what I'm sharing and talking about with my guests is going to be helpful for you, which is the end goal. So come join me on Instagram. I'm getting a little bit better at posting on there. I'm trying to post cute little doodles and pictures and little work tips on there. And it's a great place for me to chat with some of you and get to know you and hear from you. So a big thank you to those who have reached out. And for all of you listening, I hope things are going well. I hope you're feeling amazing and empowered, and I hope that life and work are treating you well, and if they're not, I hope that you're able to get some distance from it and some perspective, and just remember that things rarely stay really, really difficult. It's all waves. It's rhythms of ups and downs, and so if you're in a down, hopefully you're in an up, but if you're in a down, just try to remember that. Try to remember what the bigger picture looks like and hold on to that. It's been so great talking with you. I really enjoy and cherish these solo episodes. It's nice to just feel like it's a little bit more intimate than the guest conversations. And I hope you're enjoying them too. I I would love to hear. I'm actually trying to figure out the ratio that I want to do of guest episodes to solo episodes and Right now, the ratio that I've landed on is three to one. So about three guest interviews to one solo episode. Let me know if you feel like that's working. The show will continue to evolve as I go. And with that, before I ramble on for too long, I'm going to wish you an amazing day and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.